Hello, I'm Philip Stoughton. We're at Apex 2023 and I'm joined by John Mitchell, who is President and CEO of IPC. Your event and so many, so many people here. Nice to be here in person. My first time in the US since February 2020, so quite a considerable time. Yeah, we're uh, super excited about the show this year. It's everything is back. I yeah. mean, all of the other, you know, the general show industry is predict was predicting, oh, well, they might, you might get to seventy five percent this year. We're back. Yeah. We're we're at nineteen levels and better. Yeah. So we're very very pleased. Yeah, no, it's it, it it's impressive and it's 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 been interesting because as we've gone around and talked to people, most people had a pretty stellar year last year. There's a kind of curiosity about this year, but currently their business seems to be quite robust. They seem to be quite positive. So there isn't there isn't the negativity within the industry that there perhaps is, you know, way it's outside. It's like a broader e economic situation. Yeah, a lot of people have recession concerns. You know, there's been a lot of uh, inflation across the globe. But um, in spite of that, you know, there's still some backlog and there are there's still a lot of optimism for electronics in general. We're so ubiquitous. I mean, name an industry that doesn't use electronics. And so there are opportunities, even as certain industries may ebb and flow, there are opportunities for electronics in general. So it's, it's a great place to be. Yeah, we're seeing increasing demand there and actually increasing demand in places like the US thanks to some reshoring, which is perhaps due to some more unpleasant activities in terms of geopolitics, but that's moving in the right direction. One of the concerns that people have said about reshoring is that talent may be a issue in terms of putting the brakes on some reshoring, and that's something there seems to be an increasing concern about. I know the labor market, talent, hiring and firing, how you do all that is important to you and it's the subject of your keynote today. Tell me a bit how you see talent in the industry at the moment without doing the full 45 yeah, minute of course, keynote. Yeah, yeah, so, um, or giving you all chapters of my book, right? Yeah, uh, so there is a, um, we, we've struggled in the electronics industry for decades with mm. talent challenges. So it's not new, um, but it's exacerbated by everybody needing talent and the there's a level of technology not, uh, knowledge that's required out there that we're struggling to fight to get get the attention of people so um, we're trying to do really smart things so IPC education has been working with the industry to develop uh, skills-based training so you can bring somebody who may not necessarily be um, already ready for the industry and we can bring them up to speed very very rapidly you could take somebody who's been in the banking industry or the food service industry and in two days we can have them working on the line and contributing as they continue their education uh, so things like that you know trying to take people out of university and engineers and get them familiar with our industry with uh, resources like that so that has been a large focus of IPC now for uh, several years and it just keeps accelerating one of the things we're most excited about is we've just launched right now uh, free training for all of our members. Okay. So if you want to get ESD certified or take a safety course, there is industry developed courses that we provide for free that are, you know, you get a certificate, it's serialized, so for auditing purposes, all that stuff. So we're very excited to get that out and provide that as a service to the industry because yeah. this is things that everybody needs. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there are sources of labor, and I think that's where it's really interesting. We've got some students here today, and we'll talk about how we get those young people excited by the industry. Somebody told me at breakfast this morning that it was an, an economic decision rather than just the attraction of the industry. But what I wanted to ask was, 
We've seen in the last month something like 20,000 layoffs in Silicon Valley, mostly software guys, I guess. Are they people that are attractive to us and how do we attract them and maybe utilize some of that available talent? Yeah, so that... I actually touch on that. I'm going to touch on that in an hour in my keynote. But it is we need to start looking at new sources. This is definitely one of those sources that we should be looking to to say, hey, we have software needs within our industry. So why not pull those people in? Many of them have engineering degrees. So uh, there is that's an opportunity. But there's other opportunities as well. You know, looking to different um, geographic groups or ethnic groups or diverse groups, you know, in terms of generational groups. There are lots of places we can look. I mean, right now the data says in Europe, there's about 34 million people who are underemployed. In the US, over 20 million people underemployed. There's, there are bodies if we can get them the right training, knowledge, know-how, and, and leverage that. So, and, and with these recent announces of, announcements of some layoffs as well as some hiring freezes, I think it's an opportunity for our industry because we are in a position to be hiring because we have work to do. It's, it's, it's a great time. What about the way we hire people? We're, we're, as an industry, we're very traditional. It's very much the, the kind of 40-hour week permanent kind of position. And a lot of young people are, are looking much more at the gig economy. They can do this for 20 hours. They can maybe drive Uber in the evening or do something else. We, we don't seem to have adapted to that world. So there are companies that are, and I think they have an advantage. Um, we do need to figure out how we can best frame our industry so that the new uh, this this newer workforce or, or workforce that has different expectations i mean with covid just about everybody got used to hybrid yeah. and if you don't have some sort of hybrid now it doesn't work for every position i mean you can't necessarily um, work on a line from your apartment yeah. but there are many positions that if you just think about it and we had to for the last couple of years don't disrupt that hybrid mentality in your organization because that will open more doors for some of the best people that have options now to look at other places. So as well as bringing talent in the industry, some people are looking to adaptable automation, more digital transformation as part of the way to mitigate mitigate the shortage of talent and that requires perhaps some of those more skilled people that we can perhaps draw out of Silicon Valley and and more graduates and less operators. Do you see that as as an option? You know, it's interesting. Um, So automation, we always hear, well, it's going to eliminate jobs. We won't need as many people. There's a recent study, and again, I'm stealing from my keynote, but uh, everybody here is not going to see that. So, um, uh, so Recent studies from Harvard, MIT, and Stanford have all shown that automation actually increases the number of jobs that are required. So, yeah, we'll automate. There'll be different jobs, but there's more of them. So we're we're going to be in this uh, shortage area. You know, unemployment numbers are way down. So you need to find different and unique ways to find people and then have your organization be one that's going to be attractive to them. And do we pay enough as an industry? Is there an economic argument? It's hard. It's hard. Um, so everybody wants you know, their new phone for as cheap as possible, mm. although they've gone up in, in, in quite a bit in the last couple of years. Um, so there are economic pressures on the supply chain, so you can only pay so much. But I, I see a lot, some of that adjusting with you know, inflation happening. You're going to see you know, goods have been going up in cost. And with that, salaries will commensurately also go up. The industry has moved up in the last couple of years. If you look at the data from 2020 versus 2022-23, um, we are paying more. Yeah. So we've adapted. We'll see if it's enough. Yeah. 
And interestingly, you do have a you do have a whole bunch of students here um, talking to them a, a, about what's going on in the industry. Is their outlook towards the industry very different to, to our generation, for example? I know their outlook as consumers is different and they're much more socially aware as a consumer. Is it the same as an employee? I think most of them are completely unaware of our industry entirely. And so what we're trying to do it through events like this where we're bringing over 500 students in to at least, here's what it is, you know, teach them. But we've also created a brand new website, careersinelectronics.com, where anybody across the path can sit there and choose, I think there's over 60 careers listed in there. It'll tell you what the career does, how much it makes, what's required to work in it, gives you video clips of people doing that job. So we're trying to generate that kind of awareness out there as well, so that people at least know who we are and can make that choice. Um, I think, you know, in my generation when I was looking at the industry, there was still that perception of, oh, manufacturing is a dirty place. I think that's going away. People understand robotics, AI, 3D printing. They're like, those are cool new technologies. And so we just need to help them see that they can be part of that in the electronics manufacturing space. Yeah, and you can open a window on that for them, both here at the show, but also getting access to factories and places like that. That's right. John, pleasure to talk to you. I feel like I should still come to the keynote. I'm sure there's plenty more, more in there, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thanks, Phil.